This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today on the program, we're checking a few items off our home improvement to-do list. College football is about to start, and the man cave is always a great place to enjoy the game. We'll talk about some DIY touches to make your man cave unique. Also, we look at some easy and economical ways to spruce up your bathroom before all the fall guests, and that happens. And if you have any home improvement projects you're working on right now at your house, we'd love to hear about them and help you out. You can join the conversation with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or, of course, you can send an email, and we'll answer it right here on the air, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How are you guys doing this morning? Oh, absolutely blessed to be here. There you go. How about it, Jeff? Man, I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Good deal. So what are y'all working on? Right Everybody now, jump. Man. <laughs> now, you told me you were working on some roofs, uh, Dale? Yeah, I managed to um, finish three roof jobs and um, got two houses to get ready for sale, and I got three houses to paint, and I got a bonus room that we're turning in, well, taking a patio and turning into a bonus room. Oh, cool. And um, got some storm damage and so many more. Man, you're gonna have to explain that to us sometime <clears throat> about taking uh, a uh, a patio area and turning it into some more indoor space. Yeah, and you so, know, yeah. there's a slab there, right? And now we walled it up, put a roof on it, and um, got the inside with some um, sheetrock and oh, wiring wow. and everything. So it's just about a complete room now. Okay, how you doing, Jeff? Man, doing great. We. Um Unfortunately, we had a either straight line wind or a t- or tornado come through Madison. Mm-hmm. Um, have not well, heard any reports of uh, injury other mm-hmm. than to homes. Well, that's so, good. Uh, we're homes working on a, working on a few of those houses. So okay. um, the the good news is that you know no one was hurt, and we can we can fix the uh, sticks and bricks. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So, right. Yes. Very cool. Well, as uh, uh, Java noticed on my Facebook this weekend, I, uh, I made bird condos I with my that. family. Did I you saw see that? that. Yeah. yeah, we we took uh, we took uh, old fence boards. You know, we we were making uh, we had a whole bunch of old fence boards. You know, old wood mm-hmm. that was going to be thrown away. And my daughter and I saved a whole bunch of them. So we took them back uh, to the house and ended up. I cut them up into. The sizes that one I basically made a template, right? Mm-hmm. So I cut them up and made all the sides and the fronts and the backs and things like that. And then uh, Sadie did a lot of the gluing together. Uh, my wife nailed all the roofs on all of them, and it was just, it was a cool little family project. So now we've got like a whole bunch of birdhouses. Yeah, whole neighborhood. They're not. Yeah, I mean, it's a whole neighborhood. It, like I said, they look like condos because they were just kind of like basic boxes mm-hmm. that you know. And they all look you know the they 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 almost look like they would make a great bluebird house. That's because, obviously exactly what we made them for. Wonderful. Yeah. Now I just made that up. You know, <laughs> you know I've studied bluebirds a little bit. Oh. Um, they have. You want to be, a birdhouse? Uh, yeah, I could use one. Okay. Sure. There you go. Um, they need to be out in the open. Um, bluebirds don't like a lot of stuff around them. 
Okay, so, so where would I put my bird? Well, the house? ideal place is in the middle of the yard. That's the ideal place. Really? Yeah. They, Just like they, put it on a stick in the middle of the yeah, yard? Yeah. All right. Well, let's get that a whirl. All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. So uh, uh, we're going to get to some man cave must-haves a little bit later. But, guys, I mean, really, uh, I wanted to bring up an email for you here okay. that I heard about just a few moments ago. And this is, this was a fall preventable is how it's been put. Um, and this was actually sent to us back in June. And I've been, like, holding this email because it's perfect. All right, think about it. We're now talking about fall. We're talking mm-hmm. about uh, we're getting into that season where people start coming over to your home more, you know, maybe yeah. watch a game or holidays, mm-hmm. family comes over. So listen to this. Hi, guys. I wanted to share this tip with you. I have hardwood stairs that I have slipped and taken a fall going down them several times wearing socks. Mm. Oh, my gosh, I've done this oh, a bazillion man. times. I have absolutely wrecked my shins trying to go up hardwood stairs and socks. There is a remedy, though, folks. All right, There is something that you can do. Uh, this person uh, bought some Rust-Oleum anti-skid additive uh, and added some to uh, some of her no-buff wax stuff. Um, and she mixed it all in a small container, then painted it on her steps with a brush. And it dried clear, and it added a little texture, kind of like sand, to the stairs to make them anti-slip. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Mm, yes. I mean, that's a that's a pretty neat thing. And, and, and since it's transparent, or she's saying that you can't see it, that's that's fantastic. But I have been in that situation before. I've also seen the hardwood stairs that have the single runner of carpet going right. up the center. Right. You know? Uh, but I can tell you, you'll make up whatever you've got to do. If at 3 a.m. you fall down yeah. one of those things and yeah. nail your shin into the next uh, stair, you'll want to fix it. So um, that's one of those things. Uh, Jeff, you look like you're absolutely just – just that uh, kills you to say that. Do you hate putting any kind of additive on the stairs? Is uh, well, that what... I mean, look, I live upstairs. And, uh, <laughs> and I don't fall. So, well, I mean, there's handrails. Right. I mean – so uh, fix your slippery sta- stairs by putting up handrails. Well, uh, okay. All I right. went down. Hey, I went. <laughs> I went up and down twice today. So, oh, okay. And well, I'm, I'm here. Right, you are good for you. So. All right, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You know, if, if you want to send an email, just like uh, Sherry did a moment ago, it's uh, what is that? Where am I? It's fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Sorry, I keep losing my place. Uh, You know, let's go ahead and take a break real quick. We'll continue our discussion. What fixes are you working on at the house? College football season starts this weekend, and maybe you're changing up your entertainment area. Let us help. Call your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. When we get back, we'll talk about some man cave must-haves. Stay tuned. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. 
That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Now, before the break, we were talking about getting ready for football season and some of the must-haves for uh, man cave items. But before we share the list, do you guys uh, have a man cave? Now, I know you built like a man cave slash garage one time for a uh, for the home show. That, well, yeah, yeah, actually, yes. Yeah. But, yes, I do have one at home as well. Okay, cool. How about you, Dell? I'm working on it, man. I really am. Okay. You know, I got the uh, workshop. It's not quite a man cave yet. It doesn't have a TV? Not yet. Okay, well, no, it's not a man cave. No. No, it's got to have a fridge and a TV. No bar. No, it's not a man cave. No, no, no. It's just a space. That could be a she shed. Right. (laughs) And that's the big deal. You know, maybe we need to move our man cave conversation into the she she or she sheds. Yeah. Right. Um that commercial has got my wife just going nuts <laughs> of over a space. Right. So she wants a space? Thank you, State Farm. Yeah. We appreciate it. All right. Uh, got an email here real quick before we get back into the man cave stuff. Uh, uh, this is this is neat, Dell. This is something you want to know about. We've installed a black porous sponge. You guys have seen this. Type gutter guards in our gutters. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed that on heavy rain days, the gutters overflow since that foam takes up so much space in the gutter. We replaced an area with the screen-type guards. We have had better water flow from the screen mesh-type guards that go under the roof tile edge and clip to the gutter. We'll be replacing all the sponge-type now with the screen-type. It was just kind of the guy was just letting us know what what happened. He bought the sponge-types, but apparently they were filling up. Mm-hmm. Probably. See, the problem was we Was it a have, small gutter or something? Th- now, I'm sure it was six-inch, but right. the, the problem we have here is pine needles. It's 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 not the leaf. Leafs are right. very very easy to to control. Uh-huh. The pine and the screen. He's going to find out the screens are going to be even worse. Eat up yeah, with you pine. Clean them up. Oh yeah, the screens are going to be the best thing I found is a patented product, uh, and I think I'm I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure it is called Leaf Guard. Um, it seems to let the uh, pine needles roll off much easier than the sponge or the screen. Leaf guard. Leaf guard. All right, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna almost let Mr. Google see if they uh, if they actually have that. Yeah. Oh, and, and uh, but Java saying yes, they do. Okay. Okay. Leaf good. Guard. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah, brand the, name. The, the, I really don't like the screen. Okay. Uh, gonna, um, so if you don't, if you're not crazy about the screen, and uh, so do you guys prefer the the foam, the sponge thing? I, I do. I do over the screen. How about you, Dell? So yeah, it's just those heavy rains that get you. I mean, the the, the ten inch dropouts gonna overflow, and it could cause some. So if you've damage. got say six inch gutters, in other words, this has all been. Let's say, Dell, you've you've gone to the house, you figured out what kind of gutters they need. So, but but do, do gutters matter when you get like five inches in thirty minutes? No. Okay. No. No. Nothing. No, nothing, nothing you can do. Nothing. We we did not design our houses, our mm-hmm. infrastructure. Our gutters for a a, a flash three to four inch rain in 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 an hour. We just didn't design for right, that. Right, right. So that's a good point. It's you know we're we're putting a, a we're putting a, a a round peg in a square hole. It it just will. It's not designed to do that. Right. It's too much. So. Too soon. Too fast. Okay. And the occasional overflow is not going to kill your foundation. It's not. No. Okay. All right. Uh, well, is there another product besides the foam and the screen? Yeah, the leaf guard. Leaf guard. Okay, cool. Which which is a it's a it's a one piece gutter all of its own. It's not something you can add to your 
is your existing oh, gutter. Okay. Um, and it's a little expensive. Right. Okay, back to our man cave slash she sheds. Um, you know, they create a personal space and some of the must-haves. Obviously, now, Dell, you were saying you're not quite there. You've got an open space here. you got to have a recliner. Oh, yes. Okay, I mean, you know, that's that's the yeah. way to go. And, and you know, if you've got friends, you may want to have more than one recliner. Yeah, or, I'm, or I'm in the designing you know. process right. now. A TV you got to have. Right. Now, Java says I need beer bottle light fixtures. <laughs> All right, what, Java? Yeah. Is that, okay, is that where you that reuse, cool, you recycle know? the beer bottles and put light bulbs in them to make them like little lamps that you hang or something like that? Yeah, you know, you, you, we're trying to always re, recycle, repurpose. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, you know, after you use your beer bottles, right. <laughs> you can, uh, <laughs> you know, use them for another another purpose. But I know you've seen them. They look really cool with the beer bottles. A lot of people use the um Jack Daniel bottles, you right. know, for mm-hmm. different lights and stuff like that. You know what, though? I'm going to say, go ahead and say, uh, as a disclaimer for the show, try not to drink the bottle of Jack Daniels and then try to work with electricity. Well, you know? you I mean, if you can stay away from it, <laughs> do right. this in when, the, you the, know, the during the game. The idea for the man cave is when you're not working. That's where you go to just sit back, Chill, relax, and enjoy the game, lock everybody else out, you okay. know, either your members only or... Okay, so a a wood pallet, a DIY wood pallet bar. That's pretty cool. That's cool. And that way, if it's wood pallet, then it's free. So true. Or however much you paid for the pallet, a dollar or two. Right. So that's pretty cool. Of course, a video game system. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, If you want to play something like that. Now, this one, uh, Java helps me write these uh, things up, but he he put on here a DIY hidden bookshelf. (laughs) <laughs> a DIY fancy bookshelf. Oh, He's got a picture of this. Right. But as I look at it, I'm like, oh, man, that's kind of like. So does somebody know? It's a door. Yes. It's basically a door that looks like a book, bookshelf. And a tricky Java. And a gun safe behind it. It's, oh, yeah. See? You could. Yeah. You could. Okay. Number calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Uh, another thing that happens in a man cave, a lot of times these man caves are built in uh, uh, in basements if you're in a lot different part of the country. That, mm-hmm. you know, If you're in the uh, northern part, there's a lot more basements, and that's where these things are typically built. I think uh, southerners have a lot of sheds. Yes. So Sheds or, or, or second-story type stuff. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, yeah. above the garage. An extra room. Sure. Yeah. Um, Brief, okay, and this, Jeff, you were mentioning this, you got to have that little fridge in there. Oh, yes. You need yes. one. Yeah, you need a little fridge. And uh, you can also repurpose a fridge into an ice chest. Yeah, okay. like inside, yeah, like okay. you take a fridge, okay. flip it over on the side, and use it as an ice chest. That's what this thing is saying. Um, no, I'm confused. No? Okay. Well, then just buy one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I always say, he said there's a picture. Uh, so I'm going to describe this picture to you here with an ice chest. Oh, I get it. Okay, so they've taken an ice chest and they've taken like that pallet wood. Wow! And put it neat. around, put it on, oh, on yeah. legs. Okay. They've made it look um, a little commercial style. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wish y'all could see the picture. It made it look nice. It, it's just nice. wood around a a big thing. And, and that's the thing with a, a man cave. You want to do some special decorating, you know. 
kind of custom touches like that, a um, couple jerseys up or a couple jerseys, different, right. um, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're into about yourself, if you're into football or or, or basketball, whatever, right? Yeah. Baseball or sure. pool. Yeah. Well, you know, is, is, that, is that it? Did, did Java write the perfect country and western uh, uh, man cave? No, he didn't because <laughs> no. he left one. What he 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 left a very a important table. Element, that, that's it. <laughs> a poker table. You've got to have a poker table. <laughs> yes, in your man cave. You're right, Java. Okay, thanks, man. We'll, we'll send Appreciate it back to that. you. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. Number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. What are you working on today? What are you trying to get worked out? Uh, I was talking about this weekend working with the family making uh, bird condos, which were actually just very simple boxy. Uh, birdhouses. Uh, we call them condos, though, because they look just the same. And you can kind of line them up to look like that. Anyway, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can go to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Got another uh, email here. And this one, hang on, is from... Uh, oh, this is an unstable bathtub. Check this out. Wow. I had a soaking tub installed by some uh, builders. When filled with water, <laughs> the tub shifts. I have access underneath, thank goodness, and want to know how to add shims to help balance it. I have no idea wow. what to do, though. Cut out the floor and add the shims to the floor joist, then replace with plywood. How do I go about this project? Any help mm. is appreciated. Man. That's Sounds like the tub may be either on a conventional or yes. second story. Yes, and and um, I I hate that you're saying that uh, this person was installed by some builders. He says a uh, uh, some other. Yeah, I know what the word says, Java. I'm not going to say it on the air. Sometimes this person disliked his contract. Wow, right? Sometimes you can go too cheap, and they have those <laughs> um, plastic tubs with the styrofoam in the bottom, right? And if that styrofoam is moved or removed, that's just stabilizing. I mean, it just it's it's simple to to yeah, shim it up, shim it. So wait a second, wait a second. So do you do you? All right, he's asking how would he do this? Does he need to cut through the floor to put in some shims? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, you know, obviously, we're diagnosing things over the radio. We haven't right. looked at it. Uh, I would, I would cut some shims. I would shim my tub. But some problems I'm having right now is there is is tile placed around the tub? This is I mean, this is another question I've got um, to to the person who wrote in is, are you sure that if they didn't shim this tub right? Are you sure putting a couple of shims in there is going to fix this? You obviously don't know what's underneath that tub. Yeah, we don't. Sound like it might need to just be taken out and reset. Well, man, I would, I, I would, noticed. I would. Before I went to that expense, I would At hire a it. qualified contractor uh-huh. to to lay their eyes on it. Let's do some, let's do some investigating. Uh, I mean, I think before we had open heart surgery, we would probably go. Kind of look right. inside first. Well, listen. So, let me let me ask you this, and you guys deal with this. And when you step let, in it, you can tell if well, you're let me shifting. Bring you, let me ask a question that that will come up for both of you guys on occasion. Not something you like to talk about, but here we go. Let's say you're this homeowner, and you you really dislike the work your contractor gave you. What okay. what happens next? What do you do? Well. Aim the, the police. You, you've got several options. One <laughs> is call the contractor, give them the opportunity 
Yes. To make it right. Now, look, we, all, we are we are human. We are we are capable of making mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what you do with that mistake separates you from a good builder and a bad builder. In my opinion, a good contractor or a not so good contractor. Like so, I said, that's the cheap tub. Now they have the cheap tub with the well, styrofoam under the bottom. We, we don't know all the details. Right. So, yeah. uh, first thing to do is call the contractor and see if they will step up to the plate and make it right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if they're not going to make it right, um, call the board of contractors and and file a complaint. So uh, how long? How, let's say let's say this house was finished last August. Okay. Okay. How long? Let's say if that tub wobbles and I and 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 I feel like it was there from the beginning, I hadn't said anything yet. Can I still say anything? Uh, after a year, typically not. Um, okay. But and and there's several ways that we protect ourselves mm-hmm. because look, I've been on both sides of the fence. I've been on the side of the fence that yes, we did something wrong and we and we made it right. But I've also been on the other side of the fence to where. The the customer created that issue deficiency, right? Yeah. So unreasonable. So that's that's why you know you need to sit down, act like adults, mm-hmm. see if you can get it worked out. Right. The last resort is calling in a third party, meaning attorney, board of contractors. Right. Uh, you know, let, let's let's sit down, act like adults, and get it worked out. I can't say in this particular case, Dell, to what you were saying. Mm-hmm. In this particular case, if 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 a tub is moving uh this it's hardly anything you can do to have make that happen you know what i'm saying that would have had to happen on the install well am i correct well yeah the plastic tub versus steel you know was it was it it was it a deficiency in the tub or yeah the 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 product itself i didn't even consider that that's what i'm saying but the tub could have been too cheap or or you could have some shifting it's so many different things without a proper investigation Okay. You know. All right. Well, that's but, good to know, and and I really do think before this guy gets out the sawzall and starts working, that he yeah. should call another pro and say, lo- "Take a they, look." Are they local? No, no. Okay. Um, so, well, yes, they're local here in Mississippi. So, yeah, that's what I meant. Call, call a, call a contractor. Call, yeah, call a licensed contractor. There. And it, it varies in the movement too, because you want a quick fix, right? But uh, sometimes there's nowhere around. Redoing. Redoing, right? Yeah. Now. All right, we're going to continue our discussion after the break. What fixes are you working on at the house? You might be entertaining soon as the football season is about to start. And the fall season always seems to bring a few more visitors to the house. So after the break, we're going to talk about easy ways to rehash your bathroom on a budget. Yeah, we can use this. Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. If you miss anything on MPB Think Radio, you can always stay up to date by logging on to our website at mpbonline.org or use your mobile device and download our MPB public media app. This is MPB Think Radio, where Mississippi is our mission. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore of Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. 
If you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. All right, um... Let's just uh, go before the break. We mentioned that there are some uh, easy and economical ways to spruce up your bathroom for the fall guests that are coming soon. Uh, folks, the easiest, easiest way to do that is a paint job. It's yes. fast. It's easy. Oh, yeah. It's fairly cheap. And, yeah, and you and a friend can do that. And no some big new deal. tile racks. Just a little simple stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Madison Change cabinet. some knobs on the cabinets, yes. that kind of thing. Yeah, Let's go to Jan in Starkville. Heard us talking about uh, speaking to a contractor. You've got a question, Jan, about speaking to a contractor? Yes. We had a home built last year. Um, it was completed around November. Mm-hmm. The original plan was changed, and we discovered after we got in or, and we were moving in that to get the washer and dryer into the closet that where they were supposed to go, you have to lift up one or the other over the other one to drop it down uh, into its slot. Oh, boy. And it's keeping us from being able to pull them out and clean from behind them and reach the uh, dryer hose. Um, and so uh, I was wondering, I did contact the contractor about this and asking, you know, what were our options? We haven't been in the home for a year. And he said there wasn't really much he could do about that. And so, and the people who service our washer and dryer won't come out because they said, you know, they don't want to be liable for causing any damage to the home or the machines. Oh, you know, gosh. trying to get them in and out. Plus, one of them is is gas run. Is there, Jan? Is there a cabinet that's making that's inside this laundry room that makes it impossible for you to move these machines around? No, it's the side. It's the actual frame around okay. the cabinet that they the slide doors are attached to. Okay, okay. So, so they're so these are built in around the cabinet. Um, or are you saying the size of the room is too small? The size of the room. It's actually the the width of it on the interior is just wide enough for the washing machine and dryer to slide but in. The, the front right. side of it is slightly narrower with the door frames. It's right. Outside. Right. on each side that have hinges that, that we are, are that we open and close to get to the washing machine and dryer. But they cannot be slid forward yep. uh, and I, out I understand. To get behind them for cleaning right. and I understand. Uh did the builder build the build the home to uh the plans that was provided? Uh, as far as we know, um he was you know, overseeing everything. Okay. I mean, if the builder, if 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 you gave the builder a set of plans and said, "Please build this house for me," and he followed the plans to the letter, then it that would fall back on the architect or the designer. In my opinion, the builder did what he was hired to do, or the owner well, if they decided to uh, check right. off on it. Yeah, he he actually revised the original plan. Okay, the laundry closet at the end of the hall. Um, I had it at in the middle of the hall, yep. kind of midway of the house, and he revised it to, to you know, help us out with having more space, I guess. Um, so the builder so, took it upon himself to move the laundry room? Yes. Huh. I wonder how he got the plumbing out there. Um, well, how was that handled, Jan, the plumbing? The plumbing um, goes 
through uh, through the middle of it, underneath from the kitchen. I, I think the, the plumbing goes to the center of the house and down the hallway, and up behind um, the septic tank is at the end of the house where the washer and dryer are. I think I'm calling the builder and say, hey, you know, you, you made these field, field changes, and we really need to sit down and talk. Right. There, you never know. Behind that wall, there may be a couple or more feet. There might that's be right. Some, you know, that's right. There might be something that can be done. That's you know. I mean, you know, you hate if it involves any demolition. You you don't want to say it's easy, but it's actually kind of easy. Well, you know, I mean, if there's, if there's space, there is a solution. Yeah. The the bottom line is, what is the solution going to cost, and who's liable? So, well, I guess that was the main question: is who's liable for it? If we didn't, you know, we just approved that we thought the experienced person was providing for us. We never dreamed we wouldn't be able to, you know, right. repair right. people or us couldn't pull them out to clean behind them. And, and you know, and the other thing is, um, since we didn't actually get the house, um, the whoever it is from the city who comes out and approves everything, that was around November. How much longer do we have to address this with the contractor? Typically, there's a year on, on workmanship. Um, okay. So, all right. Well, well I hope that helps, time. Jan. Okay, thanks so much. Thanks a lot. Let's go on to uh, Paul and Jackson. He's got a comment about uh, sprucing up the bathroom for the season. You with us, Paul? Yeah, I'm here. So, what were you going to say? Well, so my wife and I were trying to remodel our master bathroom recently, and as we got quotes from contractors and looked at different options, we just realized it was it was just cost prohibitive. Um, we wanted to make a difference, mm-hmm. and so we took uh, your advice earlier: paint the room. I mean, a, a fresh coat of paint definitely helps, but uh-huh. painting the painting the vanity, uh, changing out the the cabinet hardware, the vanity hardware, right? Uh, the the nasty nasty glass shower door that was hanging <laughs> on the fiberglass insert. <laughs> you know, we bought a new one. Nice. Uh, that one had probably been there for twenty years. Right. Um, after two hours of installation, the thing literally fell off in my hand. Yeah. Uh, I mean, literally, the screws pulled out of the fiberglass, and so I looked at my wife as I'm sitting in the shower pan trying to hold the door open, going, "Help me! Help me!" Uh, it turned out to be a blessing in disguise because what we really needed there was a really nice shower curtain. It actually right. gave us more room in the shower. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can get the shower curtains that kind of curve out, too, to get you uh, like another foot or so. Absolutely. Yeah. So we, we found that to be uh, beneficial at the end of the day. But we also found a, a cool product. I'm not sure if you're aware of even if I should mention a place name or not to buy this. But, yeah, go for it. Um, uh, Sutherland's mm-hmm. has a, a, a oh, type yeah. of bamboo flooring it's in the very back of sutherland's i'm not trying to give them a plug but it was 99 cents a square foot and it's this eco-friendly bamboo based that literally lays down on top of an old floor so we had an old 1950s tile floor in there that had seen its better days Mm -hmm. we wanted to preserve it though for the sake of a future homeowner might want that charm back yeah yeah you're right you literally lay that floor in there with like double-sided tape I kid you not, double-sided tape, and then put a bead of caulk around the shower where it lays so that you don't get any water underneath it. But for less than $1,500, we transformed our master bathroom just night and day. New toilet, uh, new sink. The one thing we did invest a little money in Mm -hmm. was a $400 piece of granite. Uh, just a little remnant for the countertop, a little small vanity countertop there. Right. We thought that was worth investing a little bit in, but less than $1,500. Does that not blow your mind, Paul? 
I mean, think yes, about that. Does. The most expensive thing was a rock. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to give my wife Sophie a ton of credit though, because she's the uh, she's the researcher. She's the shopper. Uh, she found all the best deals on all the stuff we needed, and and of course she kind of cast the vision for the design too. But it, it look, I'll say this: it turned from a bathroom that I could not stand going in. I got in there and did my business. And got out as, <laughs> right. as I could. I love that bathroom now, and I don't mind being there. Slash man cave. Right, yeah. <laughs> Have yeah, you put a TV absolutely. in yet, man? Yeah. I mean, you know. Not, not, not yet. The other five TVs in the house between the two of us have to suffice. Right, right. yeah. yeah. But, but that's that's a good option. You know, I've got a little shelf off in front of the toilet there. That might be a good spot for We little, won't uh, tell anybody, moment. man. Right. <laughs> and you hey, can guys, just put love, an antenna. Love the show. Thanks, man. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Love the show. Thanks. Have a great one, man. 877-MPB-RING is the number to call. It's 877-672-7464. You can also send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. So what were you going to say? You know, no, I, I was just thinking that, that that's a Paul calls a contractor and contractor comes out. And, you know, obviously we're <laughs> going to rip out everything and give him a, you know, $20,000 estimate right and you know him and the wife are sitting around saying oh my goodness you know that's high and then they out of the blue they just said hey why don't we do this this and this now it's probably not going to last like something right but but who cares he spent fifteen hundred dollars and loves his bathroom you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that's fantastic. If you think about it, he actually got a usable space out of something that yes. he and certainly did not consider a usable space. And, and if you think about it, that's what this show's about. It, we're not telling you to go hire a contractor. Right. So, you know, <laughs> you I, love, I love callers like that. I got another uh, email in here real quick. A lady called the plumber to her home. When the job was done, he presented the bill. She said, oh, my Lord, my husband is a brain surgeon. He doesn't make that kind of money. Yeah. Plumber uh, smiled and paused and said... I know. I didn't make this kind of money when I was a brain surgeon. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, John's on the line from South Haven, and uh, he's building a storage shed. Yeah, we call it a storage shed now. This is not going to turn into a she shed, is it, John? Uh, I hope not. No, I hope um, not. I, I haven't even started yet, but I have an idea. Oh, boy. And mm-hmm. I wanted to run it past you. I thought about building a log house out of landscape timbers. You think that would work for a storage shed? For a storage shed? Um, I can tell you. I mean, I don't know how it'll look. I can tell you it'll probably be a little more expensive than a standard storage Uh, shed. I I would think, but there's no reason why it wouldn't work. Um, You know, you got to get straight material. Right. Um, Your landscape timbers are all going to be... Uh, pressure-treated lumber, which is going to be expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one thing you're going to need to do is probably get some rebar to go through there. So because the I'll say this: the 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 lumber that they use for the landscape timbers always seems to curve and curl right, and right. You know, all that other stuff. So if you get some rebar, you can you can. Uh, I've done this before for like creating gardens and stuff. Mm-hmm. You get some rebar and you drill a hole through the garden timber, through several of them at mm-hmm. one time, and then you can hammer down a piece of rebar through it and keep them oh, all together. That's a good idea. I have done that uh, around my flower bed. Right, yeah. And that way they'll stay together in the same place, and when they do start to curve, they won't move from, you know, at least their corners and, and wherever you've got a piece of rebar. They won't move as much. Right. You think this would be more expensive than 
just building the shed. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I do. Yeah. I think it would be. Yeah, it will be, and I, and I feel like a lot more work because when you just build a shed, you're going to put up some two-by-fours. Well, I mean, put, think about it. If you're going to run electrical in there, that's not going to be in the wall. That's going to be in conduit. Well, um, no, I'm not. I have a storage shed, but I want to turn it into a workshop. Right. And so I need some place to put my lawn. Okay, so this is definitely going to be a, a shed then. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, and you know, you could do a lean-to off the original shed. True. For the lawnmower. Oh, okay. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Yeah, that, would, that wouldn't break the bank. Mm-mm. Yeah, I didn't build that one. It was just hauled in. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's an idea. Okay. Thanks much. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Oh, I, yes, I have one more question. Yes, sir. I'm planning on putting down pavers um, uh-huh. in some areas. Uh, how much sand, how many inches of sand do I need to put under? This Dale, is, you're, this the, is you're the last one I know that you've done this. So wh- how much did you put under a paver? Man, these... Did you use sand or pea gravel? In different cases, you know, I have um, my guide I use for this. Uh, let me see, you, you caught me off guard there. Yeah. I was thinking about his shed situation. I was going to suggest he could, like you said, with the lean on, mm-hmm. put him um, some standard fence side on it. Oh, yeah. And just take a uh, some tin, you know, make a little slope roof. Yeah. And some four by four poles and, you know, yeah. something like that for the lawnmower area. 30 bucks, you got a new one. Yeah, just. Yeah. So but, what about but, the other? With the pavers, uh, Man, I had to go to my book and get the exact. Don't I'd go, on, on I'd go an inch of pea gravel. Well, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna want some silica in there too, though. You're 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 gonna want some sand on on top of that, right? Um, and then they make that little vibratory. Um, oh, what's that thing called? You can rent it. It's a little, little pad, vibratory uh, plate. Yeah, that you pat it down. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. Get 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 that perfectly level before you start laying these pavers. Right. Get that substrate perfectly level. Lay your lay your pavers, and then in between where the grout would go, uh-huh. that's where you're going to put your silica. Put that in there and brush it in and water it in, and 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 it will it will it will be just like concrete. There you go. All right, thanks, John. Appreciate it. Let's move on to Maria in Oxford, and she's got a question about changing door handles. You with us, Maria? Yes, hi. Thanks so much for taking my call. So yes, I was trying to update my house, and we had uh, all kind of gold or brass knobs uh, and hinges on every door uh-huh. all over. We probably got about 30 doors in the house, uh, just closets and doorways. And right. So I changed them all out, and now nothing, uh, nothing's closing quite right. So a lot of them are they, they, it fit in and it screwed in fine, but they're just not catching enough to, to lock or keep the doors closed right anymore and i'm not quite sure what oh maria to do or who to call to help with that <laughs> oh maria you just walked into something you don't even know what you walked oh, into my goodness. putting no, a, uh, doors are are finicky as they yeah, can be they're they're uh, and that you know what's funny is that you put new door uh handles on there obviously when you did that they give you the the inner workings the locking mechanism that comes with that did you change that out also I changed everything. Yes, changed so everything. Both, Good. Uh, and one of the things, is, one of the things that folks do sometimes is they reverse the direction in which that locking mechanism goes, so it just opens no matter what you do. Uh, now, right. did you change the strike plate? 
a strike play. Every because everything you changed everything. Good. Before, so I changed everything I got to be now, which is the, the new color, uh, the bronze. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, not working. Okay, <laughs> it's simp- it's a it's simply. An adjustment. Yeah. It's yeah. uh that is something that typically someone like a handyman can handle. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I mean here's the here's the thing. You you've done it once in your life. Hire a handyman that does it every day, he'll go in there in an hour and fix everything. Yeah. Yeah, never again. I cost you <laughs> cost you a hundred bucks. So. Yeah, right. Learn my lesson. So I'll, I'll give <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't give up, Maria. We no. know you can do it. You did good. That's right. No, just All right. All right, and they could be just off by an eighth of an inch. You yeah, know, just yeah. it's not off up. much. It's yeah. it's all this adjustment. Yeah, just so. line up. All right, uh, Maria. And by the way, don't feel bad about that. Doors are particularly ticky for everybody. And if you know uh, a person who installs door for a living, he probably takes Valium because it 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 takes a lot of. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> I worked on I worked on one in Madison for. Maybe two days. Right, yeah. <laughs> it, it was, it was oh pretty bad. Goodness. I'm telling you, it's not easy. All right, thanks, Maria. We appreciate it. Thank Let's, you. Thank mm-hmm. you. All right, we're going to take a uh, quick break, and uh, it's time for our last break of the hour. What fixes are you working on at the house? Summer's coming to a close. Football is a few days away, and fall entertaining is just a way of life in the South, obviously. So tell us how you're getting your entertainment area ready. And when we come back, we'll talk through a real simple backyard fire pit if we've got some time with the calls. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. We'll be right back. The information presented on Fix It 101 is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the host and guests and the listening audience. Please consult a licensed contractor for guidance about your home improvement or related questions. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Uh, we've been talking about a lot of stuff today regarding uh, outside and uh, having folks over to the house. And we've got a bunch of calls on the line. Not much time, so we're going to get to you as fast as we can. Uh, Timothy is on the line in Louisiana. What's going on, man? Hey, how you boys doing today? Good. Good. How's living off the grid? Um, the guy that wants to build a shed out of uh, landscape timbers. Yes, sir. Discourage him from doing it. Oh, really? My neighbor did it, and boy, how do you can't even go in the building? It's been up a year. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it just X gases all the time, man. It makes you sick to be in it. Oh, I didn't didn't think think about about that, that, but that's. Yeah, it's all pressure treated lumber, and yeah. Yep, yep. And you know what those are? Those are the centers of peeler logs from plywood mill. Oh. That's why they've been so bad, Uh, you know? Okay. Well, not even, not even good for landscape timbers. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, and I wouldn't use the plywood either. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right, Timothy, I appreciate it, man. All right, y'all have a good one. You Peace too. Now. All right, let's keep on moving. Mark is in Florence, and uh, he needs to build a patio, patio cover. How's it going, Mark? Well, I was, I'm doing fine. Thank you all for taking my call. Yes, sir. What I really want to know, I've got some concrete patios in the backyard, and I'd like to fix them up, and I'd actually like, want to cover them with tile or pavers. Or, or mm-hmm. what do you have? What can I do to uh, to make it look a lot better than just a white patio? 
Sure. Oh wow! Did uh, about a million things, Mark. You can yeah. you can score and color that concrete. You can tile it. You can uh, slate. There's, there's just a number of things you can. Yeah, do. yeah. Uh, and and Mark, honestly, if you wanted to do and tiling is a is is a thing that one can learn. Um, so that is something that you could do if you if you wanted to, like yourself. Okay, so- uh, is there any special things I need to do? I don't want water to get up under it and, you know, have it freeze. And I'm just imagining now, it breaking and cracking. And, you know, if I do it wrong, it's not going to work out very well. <laughs> is there, is there, is this covered patios? No, no, it's not. Oh, okay. So it's going to get wet every time it rains. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, maybe a scoring and a coloring, a stain. Yeah, a stain yeah, I would stain it. I, I wouldn't, yeah, you can't put. You can't. Yeah, do the stain, Mark, and they do sell them in uh, different del- colors. You've used, yeah. You can use different colors. You Mids can and buy- max. Yeah, um, I think that may be the way to go. Oh, it's very user friendly, very quick. Uh, you would have no problem doing that. All right. Well, thank you. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Let's keep moving. We're going to go to John and Mobile, trying to go as fast as we can. What's going on, John? Uh, thank you for taking my call, Jason and mm-hmm. gentlemen. Good morning. Uh, I'll be quick. Um, can you tell me if my uh, window AC has turned into a toaster? Uh, <laughs> right now it's off and unplugged, but here's what it does when I plug it in. Wow. Oh, good Lord. Turn that off before yeah. we all die. I think okay. the, yeah. the, the fan uh, still. Uh, finished? I think is the compressor's locked up. Yeah, um, they sell those for pretty cheap at a lot of places. I, I'm surprised it's not throwing the breaker. Yeah, I, you know what? It's about to. Tie that one to your boat and throw it over the side. It's Thank toast. You. All right. Yeah, All right, let's keep on going. Uh, we can still go to uh, David in Fairhope and has got a comment about pavers. You with us, David? Yeah, I am. Can you help us uh, put down a paver better than we can? Yes. Okay, Number good. One, uh, <laughs> well, you want to come get to ground level, but if you really want to do it right for just a, a patio area, you really need to put six inches of gravel and one inch of sand on top of that. Wow. And, but it, it doesn't matter how much gravel. The big thing there is do not use peat gravel. Peat gravel is round, and it will never interlock. It will constantly shift. Uh-huh. So you want a coarse gravel, that three-quarter inch gravel that is angular. Interesting. So it will lock when you compact it. Heat gravel will never lock. It'll constantly. Yeah, because it's round. Wow. That's fantastic. You know, this is why I love when people call. Tell right. us how to do also, stuff. Right? You want the sand. You don't want, like, uh, play sand because that's so fine. It'll always shift. You want a coarse mason sand. Okay. Do they do they sell different types of sand at the at the regular places that one can buy sand? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can yeah. always call your... In the Lowe's, you're going to be able to buy just uh, paver sand there and paver base. Okay. You you can always call your local brickyard, and uh, they'll bring you a bag of sand, and when it's yeah. a big bag, so yeah. which would be masonry sand. Oh, okay. So... All right. Well, hey, thanks a lot, David. We appreciate it. I, I wasn't really sure what what we were going to do with that one, so I really do appreciate the uh, the help there. The we can always thing is yeah. use coarse material so it'll interlock and won't constantly shift. Because the other one, we get the heavy rains we get down here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 
it'll just force out from underneath it. Okay. Thanks a lot, man. We appreciate it. I love when the pros call and tell us how to get it done. All right, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Del Moore, Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio. Support for Fix It 101 comes from Atmos Energy, with a reminder to call 811 before starting to dig to get underground utility-owned lines located and marked. It's free, it's safe, and it's the law.